Hi guys, welcome to another exciting episode on the Girl Unplugged podcast. And today we are having the Girl Talk segment. This is a segment where we girls sit down, we chat, we giggle, we gossip. We just express our minds as women without holding back or feeling like, ah, we shouldn't talk like that or why should we talk like that? You know, it's a safe space where we express our thoughts, our opinions about anything and everything. And I welcome you to enjoy this particular episode on being 30 plus single and a woman. Trust me, you'll love this one. Hi guys. Hello guys. Welcome to the Girl Unplugged podcast. This is Rita Chukriki. This is a platform for authentic and heartfelt conversations that inspire mindful living. Hi, Olushola. Welcome to the Girl Unplugged podcast. Hi, Rita. It's so good to be here. How are you doing? I'm fine. I hope I I, I, I called your name correctly, Olushola, right? Yes, you did. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, you know, my Igbo accent is something else. So tell us about you. Okay. Oh, what do I say? Okay, you already mentioned my name, so I think that's that goes. I'm an editor. Yeah. I so I work with writers. I'm an editor, a copy editor, a development editor. I'm also a ghost writer, but when mm-hmm. it comes to writing, I prefer memoirs. So I've written memoirs for a number of people and I'm quite good at it. Yes, girl, the confidence yeah. is oozing. Hey, God. <laughs> I'm a Libra, and because of the skills, I'm somebody that I generally love justice mm. and balance. So it's, it's so it's so difficult for me to see injustice and just look away. So Keep I guess quiet. I get rattled. Yes, I get rattled by a number of things. And, you know, living in Nigeria... I, I hardly think a week would pass without you seeing one form of injustice or the other. So it's it's kind of tough living here, but well, we are doing life, so we don't have a choice. We just keep on moving. And oh. uh, what else do I say about me? You're an introvert. Um, Let me talk that one. You're an yes, introvert yes, and you love to yes. read books. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm crazy about books. I don't think I think reading for me is almost as important as breathing. And it's such a thing that the way you don't think before you take a breath, you don't think about it, you don't consider it, you just do it naturally. That's how reading comes to me. Mm. So it's it's always been that way. And I don't think that's ever, ever going to change. So you might say editing is something that I didn't really seek out. It rather sought me out. Guys, I met Olushola in a writing group, right? And that was in 20, 2010, no, 16, right? Yes. So there was this writing plus I've never met her before, but it's amazing how you can build strong relationships through the internet and I think since then from that platform I've met three people 
I met three people, right? And those three people, out of those three people, I am in contact, close contact with two. And funnily, you know, they are both Yorubas as well. <laughs> and so the way we chat, we chat like as if we've met before. I've met the other one before. We've oh. spent time together in Lagos when I was still in Nigeria. Okay, but you have you... a choice now. When you come back next, <laughs> when you come back next. See, we don't bully me. Living, don't bully me. We have, we have. No, you don't have a choice, honestly. We do don't okay. have a choice, but just know. Uh-huh. We're spending an afternoon accept. together at least one afternoon. Okay, I agree. I agree. <laughs> and I'm so looking forward to it. So on today's episode, we are basically going to be sharing the realities of a single woman in her 30s. People see us and have different perception of what our lives could be like some people pity us some people see our freedom and independence and they envy us some people see us and they are like we are like an example of the woman not to be you know (laughs) some people (laughs) see us and this is like some men as well they want to play around with you because they are like ah let me just have fun with this one and move on right Exactly. She's desperate. You know, I can always, yeah. And some people have expectations of us that at this stage of your life, you should have had your life together. You know, how come in your 30s, you are not, how come you don't, you know, you're supposed to be. So there's also that expectation of somebody that is in her 30 plus life and should what should be happening in their life and that is what we are going to be talking about today but first of all i would want to ask you what do you think about life at 30 especially as a woman personal opinion you, you know you know when they use the phrase today is the beginning of the rest of your life Aww. i think it's especially for a woman mm. from the age of 30 upwards, that's the beginning mm. of the rest of her life. That is the way I say it. I say it as you are entering into your fun time, you are entering into your life of enjoyment, you are entering into the most interesting part of your life, and it only gets better. Like the mm. higher you, the better it gets the better the capacity to live a full life, a joyful life, a happy life, like a life filled with contentment, the better your chances are. So talking about 30 plus women, God, if you're just getting into your 30s, please, (laughs) I'll say this, God, don't fret. I know, yes, I know what people say about 30s, but please just block your ears to everything you've ever been told about women in their 30s. Do not fret. You are entering into the most enjoyable season of your life. That's all I've got to say. I love the way you captioned it, especially the don't fret part, because nobody tells you what to expect in your 30s. I I remember in my 30s, when I was 29, almost when I, like, I think on my birthday eve, even before my birthday eve to 30, right? 
I was always wondering, ha, how will my 30 look like? In fact, I had anxiety attacks because I was like, hey, I'm getting old. What have I achieved? Like, I was so fixed on 30 is old. 30 wow. is going, should have been a, a time where, you know, like I said, got things together. Even for myself, it, it's, so, it's so crazy, right? So nobody even tells you what to expect in your 30s. And I'm so glad that you captioned it the way you did. It's an interest and I agree because, I mean, once I started being comfortable in my 30s, I started seeing how interesting it could be. And also because I, I am single, I think it's a plus as well. Because I was free to do some certain things and it discover some is. certain things about myself. <laughs> that is not old, though. That is not old. I made bold to say that 50 is not old. I agree. I made bold to say that 50 is not old. So if you are 30, if you are 35, if you are 38, you are still a baby. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, honestly, <laughs> you are just you are just getting into. Oh, I mean, they've even said it before. There's a popular maxim: life begins at forty. I mean, now they've shifted. Now they've shifted it to now. Now life begins at sixty. So I don't know who sold this lie to women, because yeah. I have to say this: this only applies to women. You see, mm-hmm. a thirty-five-year-old man, a forty-year-old man behaving like he's still in his early 20s. And nobody yes. says Jack. Nobody Jack. complains. Sure. Nobody points at him and says, oh, look at him. He's 40 and he's still doing this. Nobody does that. But when you see a woman, when a woman is 25, most especially once he's done with school, with college, oh my days. Now, all the complaints that you have to be careful you are going to be this, so you are going to be that. People start monitoring her age. Each birthday she does, and oh my God, if she now makes something like a photo shoot, and you know all these balloons that sh- uh, indicates your age, and exactly. you now put it and, and you post 28, maybe 28 and fine, and you are just snapping pics happy, and you post it on social media. You see a lot of congratulations, and then you still see some, some unsolicited advice. You need exactly. to do fast, so you are soon going to be thirty. You need to pick one now. You need to answer exactly. all the messages in your DM. So, as mm-hmm. if you don't know that if you if you were interested in answering a message in your DM, would they be the one to teach you? That mm-hmm. happens all the time to women, but men get it fast. And this will bring me to ask you what you think about that statement: "Age is just a number." And I'm going to give my own personal opinion before you you say what okay. you think, right? Okay. Personally, I think that that statement is both... I used to believe in it, right? But okay. over time, I've come to a place of... Um, let me say, a place that I'm comfortable with that statement. And I think it's both subjective and contextual. Because when it comes to like things like success, love... Mm-hmm you know, certain career paths, education, you know, age is just a number. But then when things like childbearing and raising comes into play and maybe health, 
physiology and biology and all those things. I think yeah. age is, def- is definitely a number, especially for women. And But when you hear certain arguments, right? Yeah. I think it's one-sided because I think they all ju- they just look at that side of, ha, yes, you're going to give birth to, you're supposed mm-hmm. to have married, you're supposed to, mm-hmm. you know, you are, you are a flower. That one is the one I hate so much when they call us flowers soon, you know, <laughs> a flower does not stay fresh forever. Like, I'm like, can you people please, you know, but I understand that they want to describe our bodies and how, you know, and how old we can get and wrinkled and our beauty and all that. I get that, but still, it annoys the hell out of me. <laughs> so I think that's the balance I have come to find with that statement. Okay. I love your analysis, and I think it's a good one. I hope you don't mind. I'm going to give some facts that mm. has to do with age, yes. So... Mm. There's a man in um, Japan, a man in Japan called uh, Teichi Higarachi, okay. and he climbed Mount Fuji. Mount Fuji is in Japan. He climbed mm. that mountain at the age of 99 years. Mm. Now, Mount Fuji is a mountain in Japan which stands at 12,388 feet. That is around 3,776 meters high. And this 99-year-old man, this (laughs) 99-year-old man, a great-grandfather, was able to climb this mountain and reach the summit. You know that I'm not not talking about the number of days it took him because I'm not interested in that. The whole Mm. point is that he climbed the mountain I mean, I can't, I can't, okay, I climbed, because I studied geology in school, there was a time we had to climb a mountain of over 88 um, meters, Mount Party, and I know how, how much it took from me. Yeah. And I was young, I was still in school. I was in my, in my 20s, I was in my mid-20s, not even, mm. not even up to 25 then. And now we have a 99-year-old man who climbed that mountain. And there's also another man, an 82-year-old man, William Ivy Baldwin, who became the oldest tightrope worker. This man, you know, when you have a tightrope, a tightrope is like a wire. It's as thin as a wire. And he mm. crossed that. The, 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 the tightrope was over the south border canyon in Colorado. And when you have a canyon, it goes into a drop, a drop of yes. 320 feet down. And this 82-year-old man crossed it from one end to the other. To the other. 82. And just this last year, just this uh, 2020, a 60-year-old woman, Claudette Cook, she gave birth for the first time to twin boys. The children were conceived through IVF, but she gave birth to them. She succeeded. The children are fine. So when mm. people say, is age just a number? I say, yes. Age is just a number. Because mm. there is nothing, there is nothing that you want to attain or achieve in this life that you can 
you cannot at any age. Yes, it may not be the same way others experience it. I'm not going to lie about that. Mm. But then you can achieve anything at any age. If you set your mind to it, that this is what I want to do. And you know what people always use to cajole women, to make women settle for less all the time, this issue of biological clock. You've got to think yes. about your biological clock is running out, it's running down, whatever time they use for it. You know, you need to have children. I mm. know people that got married early and 15 years into their marriage, 20 years into their marriage, they've not had children. That's right. They are okay, medically fit, medically okay, and they've not had children. And yet, I've seen couples that got married in their late 30s, women that got married in their early 40s, and in less than two years, they have bouncing babies. So right. while we, we, we know that biology exists, I'm not going to bury my head in the sand and say, no, this does not exist. No, it does. And we also know that, okay, um, a woman's egg, they decrease with time as her age yes. increases. I also mm. know that. But I say, unless you are maybe above 50, I say that does not apply yet for a woman. No, this mm. is not medical advice. I'm not a doctor. But what I'm saying is grounded in reality. I think mm. what, what, what we need to think about as women as you get older, is how am I taking care of my body? What am mm. I putting into my body? Oh. What am I hitting? What am oh, I baby, you're, you're hitting it. My life? Oh, God. Do you get my point? How am I living my yes. life? How am I tracking my circles? What products, body care products, am I using that can interfere with my hormones? These are the things we should ask ourselves. I'm 36 years old. I clocked 36 in October of this year. And I'm not trying to, to brag or anything. Like, I'm so sure that if I choose to get pregnant today, in the next six weeks, I will be. <laughs> so the point is this. Yes. yes that's the truth. That's so true. But that's true. For a woman. All these things they, they used to trick us to make us afraid no longer apply. But what you need to do now, mm. okay, you know you are older. You have to be conscious of what you eat. You have to be conscious of what you drink if you want to have biological children. And right now that, in fact, Nigerians, Africans I like that have clause more you just used. Mm. Honestly, mm. you may even choose not to get what you put in your body and get a surrogate for crying out loud. You've not killed anybody. You are still a mother, a valid one. So again, yes. I'm I'm really emphasizing this because they use it to scare young women, and a lot of young women have gone into marriages, terrible marriages, because of this, because of the and getting old. I don't know if I don't settle now that I'm 27. If I don't settle now that I'm 28. I don't know what will happen. I'll probably not mm. be able to become a mother later in life. Mm. So mm. we need to stop that. You can be, become a mother at any age, most especially up to the age of 50. It is quite an easy fit to become a mother if you take your lifestyle choices carefully.
See, I don't, I, I love, like, I love this conversation for a lot of things. I mean, the fact that there are options for women right, right now, even yeah. if it comes to yeah. childbearing and what they want to do with their bodies, right? And also for the fact that you highlighted that, you know, there are, there are things you need to be proactive about, because exactly. whether we will like it or not, as a woman, as you age, you know, you need to pay more attention to your body. Like when I see people like Kate Henshaw, for example, yeah. I don't even want to call the Western um, actresses because they are not yeah. close to home. But yeah. when you look at somebody like Kate Henshaw, you know oh that my God. Oh my no- God. nothing is impossible and when it comes to... Goes. She's you see how she looks? The way she takes care of her body, the way she exercises, the way she her lifestyle. Her lifestyle. Oh she doesn't God. even look 50. Oh, my God. Oh my you know? God. Oh my God. She doesn't even look 50. And there's something empowering about a woman that knows her options, knows that she has control and power over her life. And I think that is what, you know, over the centuries patriarchy has tried to subdue because they know that once a woman knows her power she she's indestructible and you cannot you cannot suppress her you cannot oppress her and that will bring me to for us to discuss about the experiences in life you think a woman should have before she either decides to settle down or be in a partnered relationship because I feel like that is also very important. There are things that, Shola, make I just tell you the truth. There are things <laughs> that I look back and I say, thank God I did not, I've, I've not gotten married yeah. because maybe I might never, yeah. never have discovered this side of me or I may oh. never have had this experience because in the context of the African structure and African, yeah. you know, culture and Nigeria now, let's narrow it down to Nigeria. There are yeah. very strict and structural roles for a woman. Get married, give birth to children, raise those children, and then Support prepare to go and be... Um, so, yeah, so that one is a given. <laughs> prepare for Mugo. So your life is almost like it's for others. Nothing more, yeah. nothing less. Yeah, you just hit the nail on the head. Bam. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, that's a very beautiful question. And the first thing I'm going to say and I'm going to emphasize on is, I think is the simplest but not every woman gets to experience this. And that is mm. living alone. Please live alone away from your family. If For you're a, a woman, while. you need yes. to experience this at some point in your life. Even if it's only for one year, just 365 days that are in a blink of an eye, They've come, they've gone. But please, mm-hmm. you've got to do this. There are young women that went from secondary school into the university, especially nowadays that we have um, 
private universities springing up everywhere where they are mm -hmm. monitored. You go for, um, you go in the, in fact, I just said this yesterday, my friend's um, niece just went into a, one of the popular um, private universities here in Southwest Nigeria. And that mm. was when I realized that they do this, you know, the way when we were in secondary school, we used to do assembly in the morning. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Every morning they would do assembly where they pray. You can't pray personally on your own. You have, they have to call them to assembly where they sing and they pray and they worship God every morning in a university for crying out loud. So you do that, <laughs> then you're out of the university, you go to serve for one year, Maybe even during this service, you are living with core members. So some people will even redeploy and still go back home to stay with their parents. And they work for barely a year, living with the parents, and the next thing, marriage. No, it shouldn't be. There are too many advantages to living alone. Mm. Number one, you get to know yourself. You know, one thing I've realized about a lot of women is that women are the women hardly know themselves they hardly do mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you know for most adult women their lives as you mentioned earlier as we spent in service service to their husband to their children to the in-laws to the society to what yes. everybody's asking of them they need to do mm -hmm. this for their husband they have to take care of their children oh the mother-in-law is sick they bring mama over she starts taking care of mama cleaning mm -hmm. the pool, doing everything. Oh, they are doing this, the PTA meeting. She goes for the children's PTA meeting. You, once, once, once you are married, you will hardly ever have the time to think about yourself, your life. And if you are the type that went from your father's house or from a guardian's house to a husband's house, when did you ever get to know yourself? And this, this is one of the reasons, this is one of the reasons why a, a, a great number of older women are very resentful. There is this similar resentment in them because they've not really lived their lives for themselves. They've been yeah. living for others. They, they've not even been able to get to know what they truly like. Because you know, as a yes. wife now, uh, there's something they say in uh, Yoruba that, Obeti Balele, that a soup or any food that the husband does not eat, the wife does not cook it. So as a mm. woman, you realize that even most of the time, you only cook food that your husband likes. You live likes. in a place he chose. You do everything. You go to the church he goes to. If you are getting mm -hmm. married, it's not going to follow you to your church. You have to be the one to change your church. So when did you get yes. to know yourself? But if you've lived alone, you do this. And also, if you live alone, it comes with this sense of empowerment that I can't even describe. You know, when you mm -hmm. know that you are really the Lord and master of your life, you make your decision. You choose mm. whether you want to subscribe to cable or not. You choose whether you want to uh, put on your gen or you want to put it off. This sense yes. of empowerment that you get, and it translates to other things because... You pay your bills. Honestly, mm -hmm. the moment you start taking charge of your life, you 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 you'll be able to take charge of other things. Even at work, you become bolder, you become more confident. So you need to live That's alone. That's right. You also That's need to right. learn to travel alone. Please travel. Oh, travel, travel. Young women, please 
please travel. travel get out of your comfort zone I know, and I'm guilty of this, so I'm not even going to pretend as if I'm this <laughs> well-traveled person. I'm not, but I'm working on it. I'm working on myself, especially for introverts. It's a social anxiety thing, having to go out of your comfort zone, but it's so important. Yes. Travel, even if it's just to the other town, not even another state. You know, traveling opens your mind. I don't know how to explain it, but it opens your mind in such a way that you grow exponentially and because you're exposed to other people's culture and way of life you also see that there are other ways to do things it just it just has a way to improve yes it improves your life and your quality of life you 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 step out of that myopic vision and step into that bigger picture of this this world there is more to it and especially for a woman what it does to your mind is that it begins to break those limiting beliefs it begins That's to break hard, off exactly about how those, life should be about how things yes, should be those stereotypes it begins to break it those chains of you cannot do this because you're a woman you shouldn't do this because you're a woman because you Step into certain cultures and certain environments. You see that those things you were told, you see people defying it and doing it and, and coming out successfully. And you're like, oh, so this is even possible. So wh- why was I, you know... So afraid wh- to step Yes, out. afraid. Or why have I boxed myself this long? So yes, I agree with you. Travel, very important. Very, Travel. very important. Please go out, go to bars, go to a restaurant or the, honestly if you cannot afford to take their full cost meal because especially in this uh, city <laughs> like lagos where a full oh cost God. meal may go down to fifteen thousand naira, please just take even if it's just a drink even if it's just a mocktail go out mm. by yourself we because we women you you know another thing that society has done to us society has made us to be ashamed of going out alone as a woman. Yes. Yeah, like like you don't feel validated if you go out to a restaurant alone, if you go out to the movies alone as a woman, you feel like something is wrong with you. Yes. Anyway, you see men enjoying this, this freedom, like they don't even think about it. A man does not even need to consider it again, whether he wants to eat in a restaurant and he has to think about it again and again before he does. No. Okay, I had one funny experience when I served. I served in the north, I'll call it the north, I served in Niger State. So there was a day that I really wanted pounded yarn. So mm. I was I was on the bike, I was coming from the bank. So I saw a place, I think I asked the bike man or something, I said that place, okay, so I, I told him to take me there, he took me there, he dropped me. So when I entered, I asked for, it's just all this normal book and not even a restaurant no just normal booker normal canteen mm. but when i sat down to hit i realized i was the only woman there number one mm. i was also single unaccompanied and all the men they were hitting too they were looking at me as if i was a unicorn <laughs> as if of course you are uh... as <laughs> landed on heads honestly and they they couldn't really flow they couldn't really really talk what they were i they were looking at me in such a way that i knew that the moment i left that place i was going to be the topic of 
on discussion. I mean, why would a woman, a young woman, have the audacity to come into a canteen to eat? She 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 couldn't cook for herself. You know things like exactly. That. That's another Do point. <laughs> you should be cooking. Do it. Experience that. Then get your fitness and self care routine right, please. Get it right. If you've not gotten it right before you get married, it's almost going to be like impossible by the time you are married because now you have extra responsibilities. You are no longer thinking for yourself alone. So mm. now that you are single, now is the time to de decide, okay, this is what I want to do to take care of my body. This is what I want to do to take care of my mental health. If you need to go to therapy, please, go to therapy do this before marriage do this before you put somebody's son in wala if you have all these issues <laughs> no seriously yes. it sounds True. funny but then True. you you realize that a lot of women go into their marriage with a lot of unresolved issues daddy issues mommy issues issues stemming from past heartbreaks then they yes. take all these things into their marriage and it is creating problem. These are the things. That's why if if you if you if you are somebody if you are a woman in your 30s, you are getting your finances right, it's already getting mm -hmm. right once you're in your 30s. You can afford some things to make your life richer. An example True. therapy. Please, mm -hmm. please don't think about the cost. Go to therapy it is very very important if you have any unresolved issues it's good to pray in church it's good to cast and bind i cast and bind too but there are some things that therapy will do for you so do that and i think the last thing i'm going to say is also related to what i've just said have your relationship with god on track before you get married because if mm. you don't if you don't your spiritual you are, life so you are going to see you are going to see God in your husband. And when mm -hmm. he disappoints you, as every human being is prone to, he's going to shatter you completely. Mm. So because you think your husband has come to save you. Oh my God. Do you know the number of single women that, that, that put a hold on their lives and they wait for when they get married? I'm going to do this when I get married. I'm going yes. to do that when I get married. True. Oh, I'll wait for this. Uh, I want to go to Marrakesh, but I've got to wait till I'm married. Uh, I should buy a car, but no, I will buy it when I'm married. And they wait for that, and they wait for that to come. And then the marriage comes. But then he, he's human, so he has his own baggage. He has his own problems. Exactly. He has his own uh, um, ambitions and expectations as exactly. well. And as a woman, society expects you to fall in line. You don't have to have your own. Just fall in line. Exactly. And now you are living with this person. You are realizing, oh, it's not as sweet as I thought to. But your relationship with God is not right before. So there's nowhere to run to. Now mm. everything is taught. There's nowhere to go. So that is why this is not about religion. Whatever religion you practice, whatever stands at God to you, make mm. sure that relationship is on a solid footing before you go into marriage. It's very important. Yeah. Getting your spirituality on track. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. And... I don't think there's there I think I know there are other things that can be added to this, but I feel like you've just highlighted the most important things finances, 
you know, independence, experiencing independence for yourself, you know, living that healthy and fit life for yourself, therapy and all these are very important. And I, especially as Nigerian women and the society we grew up in and the kind of families a lot of us grew up in, therapy is very important. Very, you know, very, very, very important because a lot of women have daddy issues, not just daddy issues, but you also find issues of sexual abuse that went unattended. You know, you begin to see every man as calm, abuser, abuser, exactly. And then you begin to resent every man that maybe you experienced domestic violence while you were growing up. You begin to see every man as a potential abuser, violent abuser and all that. You begin to say, I'll never marry because men are... So you get the point, but it's very, very important. And therapy is a culture that we've not fully adopted back home. It's still something <laughs> that people... <laughs> You know, you know, it's one of those those things that we've uh, demonized. We believe that yes. if 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 I'm going to therapy, that means I have mental health issues. And you know, yes. the next thing they think of is we're a new, we're a new, real, you know the way. No, seriously, because what does that mean? We're a that he's a madman. He's a madman. He's a mad girl. Oh, the way that okay. we see mental health issues, yeah. The moment we say mental health issues. The picture that comes into the average Nigerian's mind is, oh, he's running naked on the streets, picking up um, debris on the road, broken bottles and all that. We never mm. think of the fact that, oh, due to life experiences, somebody may need an environment where they can decompress. And I say this, it's not enough. It's not enough to have friends that you talk to while it is beautiful to do so to have friends that you tell your deepest secrets and all that is mm. not always safe. Because we've seen people that fall out of friendship with each other and they bring each other's secrets to social media. Yes. But when you go to therapy, your therapist is bound by the laws of the pro- pro- profession to always keep in confidence whatever you told whatever them. You, whatever you exactly. That's true. Whatever it is. So you know you are safe. You know this is a safe space. And when I say therapy, I'm not talking about going to your pastor, please. I don't have Mm. anything against pastors. I'm a Christian myself. But there's a difference. We need to know that there's a difference between somebody that has been trained to listen to you, to help you manage your mental health issues, and somebody that's just going to see everything as, oh, is this demon that is worrying you? die, die. No, there's a difference. And we need to know that. You're right. So now you've listed things that um, a single person needs to experience. And personally, I don't know about you, but personally, I've experienced like a lot of that and even more. And I can really say that, yes, 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 yes. You know, check, 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 check. And I'm happy, right? But then (laughs) there are challenges as well because yeah. even while people stand and look at us and they're like hmm, i wish i i wish i was like you you hmm. can make your own choices you're empowered you 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 do whatever you like basically right it's not all that rosy yeah 
for that single person. It's not all that rosy because there are also personal challenges that you wish, oh, I wish I could. And it's not due to the fact that you cannot personally, but because maybe such things come with not being or doing life alone. So I don't know about you, but I would love you to share some of the challenges you think that comes with the single life. I can chip in and, you know, add okay. some of mine as well. Yes. If you live in an African society, I think what almost every single woman is going to face is the lack of respect that comes with being single. Oh, wow. And even though it may sound like a simple thing, believe me, it is not a simple thing. This is something that gets to you. Like the the, the disrespect that single women get. Oh, my God. Like, you you don't want to... You don't want to know the extent to which single women are disrespected. And mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about among uneducated people, even in offices. Mm-hmm. Once you are single, number one, they believe you are always available. They can send you a project and have you send it to you like two hours before close of business. And then believe that you need to submit it by 8 a.m. the following morning. But the woman is a marriage colleague. Do you know why? No. <laughs> because they believe he or she has a family they are going home to. They need to take care of their family. But yes. you are single now. What are you doing with your night? What do you have you your life? It's that disrespect. And yes. in Lagos, in Lagos, in Lagos, hey, landlord issues. <laughs> Hey, my God. Oh, if you're yes. a single woman and you are hunting for a house, just be prepared. Just be prepared that, okay, the next six months is going to be hell. Then after that, I will need to go to therapy to go and sort myself out. Because <laughs> believe me, oh, oh, my God. No, seriously. Let me just you. So when I was in Abuja, yeah. I was looking for a house. And I met the hey. landlord. Hmm. And the landlord asked me, am I single? I said, yes. Mm-hmm. He frowned mm-hmm. his face. He wow. said that he's looking for a, a um, because it was a, a one bedroom, a, yeah. a one bedroom with parlor, kitchen, self-contained, right? So yeah. he was like, I'm looking for a newlywed or a man, but not a woman. So I was like, but I can pay my bills. I'm working. He said, That's not the issue, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, that she doesn't he doesn't want me to start bringing in men into the house because yes. he has children it is assumption for me you it know that, that he has that children woman. Ah, he, he broke my heart he broke my heart but that aside so when i was posted to medigree to work yeah i got another house that i liked sis these houses are not cheap houses okay so that you know some people will be like maybe it is where you're looking for house i'm talking about houses that are half a million naira or more you know because of the location right houses in abuja if you want to get a good house in abuja you're not going to pay anything less than half a million depending on the location and you know the quality of house you're looking for as well 
So in Medugri, I met the landlord and I said, and he asked me one question. Are you married? Wow. He immediately asked me that question. I knew that I was going to face the same challenge yeah. that I faced. So I told him, yes, I am married. He said, okay, if I am married, that I should bring my husband, that it's my husband he wants to speak to okay. directly about the house, not me. And that's the disrespect Babe. I'm talking about. I hold and my money for hand, have, though. I have my money in my hand. Adult, a functional swear. adult. A working adult that pays her bills, bills. and pays her taxes to the Federal Republic of Nigeria. But you cannot say get no house more, by my yourself without Say no more. Do you know how I got that house? I had to get a colleague that I work with. <laughs> Who is a man who is looking for a house as well? He was looking for a house. I had to bring him because the house was a three bedroom. Wow. But it was located in a safe area. I now told him, okay, you know what we do? Can we share this apartment since it is a three bedroom? Bring money because I need this house. Looking for a house is not an easy task as well. It's, It's really a sad situation. Oh, I think. I think beyond the disrespect, the insinuation that you are not really responsible unless you are married, Mm. even Mm. though we have trunks and trunks of irresponsible married men and women, but nobody Mm. talks about them. It's only single people that are labeled as irresponsible. I think another Mm. thing is that you are going to lose friends. Um, mm. Maybe because I am an introverted person, my cycle has always been small. So I, I, I didn't really experience this much. But for some of my other friends and uh, colleagues that have spoken about this, mm. a great number of them lose their friends to marriage. Because, you know, what happens is that once a friend is getting married, this is your friend, your single friend that has been there for you through thick and thin, that has been there all those nights you were crying over this relationship and that when you needed money, when you needed a place to stay, when you needed a ready here to listen and hold that. And even during oh. the preparations and everything, she was going to this, going to that for you, doing this. During the wedding, she supported you. But yeah. the moment you are in your husband's house now, that friend can no longer come to visit you because yeah. he will destroy your home. He's single now. Even the bride herself was open to it. Mm. It's society, other women, the in-laws, our mm-hmm. own parents that will start advising now. No, you can no longer have close friends that are single because they don't know your challenges as a married woman. They can't mm. help you. You can't seek advice from them. In fact, the kind of lifestyle they live will not gel with your lifestyle. So what mm. does she do? The bride starts becoming unavailable to a single yeah. mom. So if you are a single mom, especially now that you are in your, if you are in your 30s, that means it's safe to say maybe 80% of your friends will be married by then. Mm. So it becomes more difficult to find your tribe because you've yes. lost your friends. You've lost your friends to 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 marriage, and to even marriage. in church, even in church, 
you may find yourself not having you, you just find yourself going to church and coming back you don't really have friends because your yeah. friends they are not the women group so you are you are you mm-hmm. you, you are neither here nor there not the majority there. of the people that are in the youth group are between maybe 18 and 28 now here you are you are 35 you are 38 you are not mm. married you are a woman you cannot stay with the women or the mothers group you cannot even stay with the expectant mothers group because you are not married you have no married <laughs> reason to be there and yet for the youth group you are too old exactly to, to be there too as well the, the youth president is probably 26 years old and here you are you are 38 what is it going to tell you so it becomes yeah. like a single person is in a limbo you you can't really you can't really, you can't really find your tribe you can't really find a place to sit in the society mm. because mm. this is the way the society divides everything you are either married or you are under your parents but here you are no longer under your parents and you are not married so where are you so that's that is a very and for this this point it's an important challenge a lot of yeah. issues for many women you see them sad even when they go mm. out mm. they are not happy you see them they are mm. sitting alone they cannot mix with others and and i think for this this is something i'm so i'm so grateful for about myself apart from the fact that maybe because i'm quite short you when you see me, you you will not really think I can be as old as I am. That's mm. one thing. <laughs> think so. And because uh, where I work, I also work with a lot of, a lot of uh, younger people. And I meet mm. to them, I play with them, we, we, we joke around a lot. So yeah. it, it's kind of easy for me. Then I flow, I flow, I flow with a lot of things. I listen to Fireboy, I listen to Joy Boy, I listen to <laughs> music that young people listen to. So it's kind of yeah. uh, easier for me to integrate in a lot of situations, even if I yeah. choose to go out. So I think while I'm talking about the challenges, I think that so I can also give that advice that if you are a woman, you feel like you are older, you need to make like extra efforts to see that you are not yes. sure what younger people are. That's Add true. a lot of younger people as friends. Talk to them. True. Know what is going on in their lives. Know what is trending, please. Know what is trending. Because they're all so young. Thirty does that. Thirty yes. is not old, to be yes. honest. Thirty is so not stop old. Feeling like ah. I'm 30 years now. I can no longer, you know that I can. Why yes, should I, do I can no TikTok? longer. Exactly, if exactly. You enjoy TikTok, please do it. Be on it. Do it. <laughs> True. Seriously. True. Don't start boxing yourself. The society has already boxed you. Now you, you are now you now put the nail. No, you put the nail. You put the nail in the box. Now oh, you now no. nail the box. Mm. No, I hear you. Don't do that to yourself, please. Don't. Life is already challenging you. enough. Navigating life with all these things we're talking about, the lack of respect, issues with landlord, issues with uh, even it's so bad that even if 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 you if you you know you know this road rage thing. If you are driving, mm. if you are yes, driving, the, the way a driver talks to you, even in issues or instances of road rage. Once he sees your hand on the steering wheel without a ring, the way mm. he talks to you is different from the way he talks to a woman with a ring on her finger. Is that exactly. bad? 
She's if you are driving her. a car without a ring on your finger, you are a shower. Now, let you buy that for you. That's when you so, take money, buy that. <laughs> We're talking of Toyota. Toyota 1.5 million, Toyota 1.8 million. But they will be wondering where it's you pathetic. are able to afford that car as a single woman. Is that bad? Yes. So don't do it's that to yourself, bad. please. And I think bad. another thing is the fact that when you are single, people will always hit you up for money. Mm. It's it's terrible. It's terrible because you don't. They feel you don't have needs. Exactly. What are you using money for now? May I just ask? They just come to you and they will they will make one one very funny request and you'll be wondering. I don't understand. But you've not been seeing me in Versace. You've not been seeing me in Ferragamo. Why? How come you thought I would have this kind of money? How, how come you're you... saving now. You're saving and you don't have you don't know what to do with money. That's it. And you know, you know, you know the funniest thing is that maybe from my own experiences, a lot of single people actually have more responsibilities than married people. A lot True. of married people focus on their nuclear family only. But for True. for for single people, you ha. have a lot. Well, you have a lot. Black tax. About it Black now. tax. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. not talking about it. So they assume, they just assume that you no, know, you you have money. You must have money. Maybe it's that day that you just decided, ah, let me just enjoy myself today. I've been mm. working for months. This year I've not gone out. You took yourself to one small bistro and you just saw that one small something. And you, now and you took a picture. Hey, oh you're in trouble. <laughs> you're in trouble. Trouble, people. You're gonna go wake and you go don't wake, wake up <laughs> because honestly, it's funny because I look at some things like my phone. I've been using this phone for over a year now, and I'm still using it because it's working fine. But mm-hmm. then you see married married people that have changed their phone over and over, and they, yet when they need money, they will come to you, the single person, because they believe you must have money tied somewhere. Somewhere. Some you know, I know you have this money. You don't want to give me. That's the assumption they make because they believe that you are single. And I also think um, one one other challenge. This one is more like a mental thing than physical. If you are the type that is interested in getting married, if mm. you are interested in getting married, the challenge is always going to be there that you are always afraid, you are always fearful. Will it ever happen? How is it mm-hmm. going to happen? Yeah. Will I like this forever? Mm. I think the I think the lonely I think the loneliness even gets to you at some point because yes. you know you you raised the question of living alone when you were talking yes. about the experiences yes. a young person a, 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 a young lady should have experienced and you talked about yes. living alone right so yes. with living alone comes with a certain challenge that makes you you know you begin to see the gaps because you can't do everything alone, to be honest. Especially when you're in a house, you know, there are things you would need a man's strength, depending on the kind of woman that you are. Yeah, there are yeah, things yeah. that you'd be like, ah, Shebi, if I have had a man in this house now, the man would do this, right? You now need to go and hire 
help from outside <laughs> and all that, you know. And even when you are sick, you find out that if you're like somebody like me, that I'm not living close to family. When I'm oh. sick, because I live alone, taking care of myself can be a real struggle because yeah. I'm alone. And then let's not even go into the sexual moments that <laughs> comes on and off, <laughs> you know, and the romantic feels and all that. So that's one day too, but I, I, we're not even oh, going to dwell on that. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest in this uh, in this aspect. I think I have had it quite easy because mm. for a very, very, very long time, I never wanted to get married. Mm. So I think I started considering the possibility of marriage just around two years ago. Mm. So I've not really felt, I've not really felt the loneliness that single people feel. Because I'm just trying to imagine if I had always been interested in getting married and I've been living alone for like 10 years, that would have been hell on earth. Living, expecting something is going to happen, something is going yes. to happen. And mm-hmm. you've just been hoping, hoping against hope and nothing has happened. So I think in that area, I have that advantage. But I'm also going to be honest. Um... Three years ago, I lost my sister. We were very close. And it was a long period of mourning and grieving, which is not over. Mm. Then this year, August, I lost my mom. And it broke me all over again. And during that process, that was when I started feeling like God. You know, there are just times you just want someone somebody to hold you you just want to cry you just want somebody to tell you things are going to be okay i don't think i don't think it's right for anyone to go through grief alone to have nobody to talk to to have there are times i wake up in the middle of the night and i start crying because i'm missing my mom because i'm hot because i'm in pain and i just feel like okay if i had a partner this person would have been here in fact, I even make it a I make it a joke at times when I'm praying because now I've started once in a while. It's not a serious thing, but then there are times that it comes to me that why not pray about your future partner? And there are times now yeah. that I do pray about it, but it's not a consistent thing. And yeah. there are times I just find myself telling God, hmm, you know, if this man does not come now, I've gone through all <laughs> this so much sorrow alone. Then what is yeah. the point? I won't even need again. Exactly. Yeah. I think that and I'm like, ah, this is the time I really need him now. This time that I'm I'm sad, I'm tending towards depression and all that, that he should have been here. If he's not here right now, what what's his use again? You better bring him quickly. <laughs> you understand my point? Mm. But I think I think there are some things and there are some some things that happen in life that you feel like, okay, it would be so wonderful. To have a partner, to have somebody yeah. to share, not only the laughter or the grief, the pain with it would be so very nice. And talking about artisans, getting things done in the house, and still going back to the first, to the first uh, point I raised, one of the challenges, the disrespect. If you're a mm. woman living alone, and uh, and an artisan comes to your, to your place to do one or two things for you. I can tell you that 
there is an 80% 80% likelihood that the artisan will cheat on you. True. So just just ask, accept that as like one of the answers <laughs> of these things because it will happen. Yes. One yes. If you are single, there is that likelihood that the artisan will let, let me call let me call so let when are you call when when should I come so you you cook for me? And I'm like, you know, you look at the person like, and you're like, are you mad? Yeah. Are you all right? Why would I consider you cook yeah. for me? How? From where to? From where to? Yeah. And this person eh, is probably married though, but he now sees your place as a place where he can just come and chill, eat, exactly. have sex, and go back to his married life. Exactly. And I, uh -uh. I, I think it also goes back it also goes back to to what I mentioned earlier, that um, society generally believes that when you are a woman, you are single, you are you are settled. It's not as if you are just mm. you've just left college or university. No, they know you you are working. They believe that mm. if you are not married, you must be desperate. So it yes. gives these men this kind of boldness. They just believe that irrespective of the difference in our class in the society i can talk to anna mm. he's single she will listen she will listen exactly because they believe they believe you are desperate right now that you are not even you are not, you, are not, you know it's, it's even one of the adverts <laughs> i've been given before i remember a time somebody told me that you know no man is perfect just pick anyone at that mm. time i was not even interested in getting married at all I was not. And you know the funniest thing now that I keep saying, I know a number of people are going to listen to this podcast and say, I don't believe this lady. She must be lying when she said that she only started thinking about uh, marriage mm. two years ago. Because the society, the society has made it seem like once you are a woman, once you are born and you, you become conscious, you are like 8, 10, 11, the only thing you are looking forward to the day you get married they but that is but that is a big lie because but even me while i was growing up i never pictured myself in a wedding dress that I, is I, that i'm being honest with you. you i've never that dreamed of my believe. wedding day that is you what know they believe and that even the realities the of our current time when women, when some women tell you that, when some women come out maybe on Twitter and they say that they have no desire to get married, that they just want to enjoy their single life, you see people that will say, it's a lie, this one is lying, don't worry. In the next few days, yes, she will change her mind. But there's a very no, big you know probability what? that she may not change her mind. You know what? All of these things I'm sharing, all of my personal thoughts and views on these things, I don't share them on social media. It's only mm. the people that are very close to me. Because I just realized that if I do, it's just going to generate an argument I have, I have no interest in following up on. They will always tell you that you're lying. If you tell them you woke up today feeling happy, they will tell you you are lying. How can you be happy when you are not partnered up? How can you be happy yes. when you are single as a dollar? You must be, you yes. must be lying. But once mm. a married woman says she's happy, even though she's getting beaten left, right, and center, and she's covering it up with concealer, <laughs> They would believe that ah, she, ah, of course she has the crown on her head. You know the crown. 
the crown, mm. the crown. You know, the other, the crown. Like, you, 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 we, we are crownless now. It's so sad that you are it talking is. about something important. You are talking about your dreams. They are throwing your status in your face. That's what they want oh. to talk about. When she tells you she's not feeling too good and you don't know the cause, don't start praying for her that God will bring the man. You don't know why she's so happy. Don't assume. Yes, don't no, assume so that's because she's single. I hear you. Oh that's, my that's, God. that's it. My God. People, actually, people actually project their own insecurities my on other God. people. You're, I can't remember right. now. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what I put on my WhatsApp status. I hardly ever change my WhatsApp status. But I did sometime, like a week after my mom died, I wrote something. I can't remember what I wrote, but I was in a lot of pain. And somebody responded, this person did not know what happened. And mm. I knew that she thought, she thought immediately that it had to do with either heartbreak or my desire to get married. Because the way she replied mm. me, don't worry, God will soon make it. God will bring him. And I was shocked. You don't even know what is going on in my life. You just made the assumption <laughs> that once somebody is grieving or is in pain or anything, it has to do with a man for crying out loud. A man. I no. hear you. We are single. No. We are in a 30s, but we have fun. We read books. We travel. We listen to music. We dance. We build hubs. We do wonderful yes, things so. nurses. <laughs> yes. We, we do wonderful we things. Yes. People. We, 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 we teach people. We write courses. We do things. We do things. We are it's productive with our time. That we are thinking or we are sitting on the shelf and waiting to be picked. And it's putting our hands on our jaw, depressed and waiting for the man to come. <laughs> oh, my God. This is yeah. such... A refreshing and eye-opening conversation and you know i am so happy that these experiences are not in isolation like i i have experienced a bit if not more of what you have experienced i'm sure a lot of single women around the world especially nigerians would yeah, it will resonate with them yeah. because eh, this single life eh, is not easy so before we go can you give us any last words Last word, honestly. Yes. I think I'll just say it's just one word. Okay. Leave. Like the verb. The oh, verb leave. 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 Please, yes. women, I beg you, in the name leave. of whatever deity you believe in, leave. Live your life unapologetically. Please, please, please stop drawing back. Stop shrinking yourself. Stop it. Please live, live fearlessly. Do whatever you want to do, whatever you can afford to do. Don't yes. put your life on hold waiting hold. to get married. It may happen, it may not happen, but yeah. that should not stop. But regardless, leave. Oh, oh shit. this is deep. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Rita, mm-hmm. my sister mm-hmm. died at 42. She died at 42. She was accomplished. She was a lecturer, brilliant, wonderful human. She didn't know she was going to die. But yeah. I'm glad that, you know, she too, she got married quite late. And I think mm. I'm, I'm so glad that 
within the limits she could afford she lived she traveled yeah. she went to places and i'm i'm so i'm because i i'm just imagining if she had she had put her life on hold all those years and then and then she got married and barely 10 years later she died you know mm. you know you know this my sister she got married she left she left her husband there in nigeria Mm. She went for to study further abroad before she came back again. So yeah. she was the kind of person that did not, you know, any opportunity she had for advancement, she did not put it on hold because of this mm. and that. And that is that is that is how I want everybody listening to this to live, regardless of your age. Even if because who knows, you may not even be in your thirties. Maybe you are you are listening to this. You are in your fifties. Your children have left home. They are in the university, or you are divorced now or your husband has, has died and you are alone and you are thinking oh my life is over all i need to do now is to just wake up and go to work if i have a, a, a job or if i have a shop then come back and pray and wait till my children start giving me children so that i'll go there mm. to do a move please Amogo. there are things you can do to bring joy to your life so to whatever life. you do will give you joy without hurting somebody else please do it go and do it go and do it your life is still ahead of you you don't know when you're going to run out it's like you have this hard glass and the sand is gradually trickling out but you don't know how much you have left none of us knows i don't know i'm speaking to you now i don't know how much i have left but please live courageously fearlessly Mm. so that anytime your sand runs out you know that you did that Oh, thank you so much, Shola. This was such a refreshing and enlightening conversation with you, truly. Thank you so much for sharing and, you know, bearing your heart out. Like, as I was listening to you, I can feel the passion you have for women, especially in wanting them to experience that fulfilling and wholesome life it's such a beautiful thing to see thank you so much and i hope to have you again on the show next year because some of us will be wanting to publish their books next year we need to have that conversation as well (laughs) that would be a fun one i look forward to that i do yo enjoy the rest of your day are you too bye bye yes Thank you guys for listening to this episode. As usual, let me know what you think. Send me a DM on Instagram at the girl unplugged or chat me up on the Podroom app. I'll be looking forward to hear what you think, your thoughts, your comments, and all that good stuff. Don't forget to share with someone who you think might find this helpful. Hit the subscribe button to listen to more amazing stuff. And until the next episode, continue to be you till full. Bye.